0: So Sean, let's let's move to chapter eleven, and chapter eleven is rule number ten. Uh, you must cultivate strategic partnerships, and I, I think this is uh, this is an overlooked strategy in a lot of businesses. Talk a little bit about um, how you approach this idea of strategic partnerships and and kind of building out a, a team of advisors or, or partners to help you.
1: Well, I think that. Uh... You have to see partners, employee, uh, team members, employees, your family, vendors, all as a million-dollar customer. And your job is to really add value, is to make a difference, is to be a plus in their life, not a negative. It's to, it, it, it's to add value. And what you can do by yourself will only take you so far. But what you can do with the help of other people will take you as far as you want to go. And people that want to help you be successful is critical as a small business owner. It's critical. And people have to know, like, and trust you. You know, the strategic coach Dan Sullivan has four simple rules. Show up on time. I don't care how smart you are if you don't show up on time. People are not going to trust you. Do what you say you're going to do. You know, I carry a notebook around. You could do it in your phone. But when you make a promise to somebody, write it down. Forgetting to do what you say you're going to do is a total disaster for your business. It matters. Finish what you start. People don't follow up. As a result of that, you know, you lose business. And uh, say please and thank you. So, Those four simple disciplines help create these strategic partnerships, but you need a team of people that know, like, and trust you and want you to be successful. They want to help you. They're willing to go the extra mile. We've talked about that. Insurance professionals, you know, that's what we do. We can help you with that. Uh, CPAs, having an accountant on board, you know, all your vendors, keeping up with them. How can I, you know, key customers? And all you have to do is add more value, create Raven fans, develop a relationship where you know who they are, you care about them as a person, and uh, you keep up with them because those things matter. You know, we live in a very tech age. Everything's technology driven. But one person caring about another is a very powerful connection that you can't make over technology. And it can be the difference in getting that business or not getting that business. And most small business owners are only a handful of customers away from changing their life. I mean, it's only a few. Could be one big contract. So, you know, what I recommend is you on a piece of paper, write down your key partnerships. And then weekly or monthly, look, how am I adding value? It could be as simple as saying, hey, Steve, just checking in, hadn't talked to you in a while, been reading a good book. I know you've got a lot of books. Your book wanted to share this book with you, you know, helping people win, helping people improve their conditions, making people feel good about themselves. Now, I know that sounds soft, and, <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's the difference. At the end of the day, that gives you a competitive edge that people will say, you know what? He's always been good to me. He always asked me about my kids. I'm going to try to find a way to help him with his contract. It's kind of like bid day. If you if you do bid work and you don't know who gets the business before the bid comes out, it's not you, okay? So if the bid comes out tomorrow and you don't know it, it's not you. Because the, the individual that's giving the bid always, if it's you, they'll call you and say, hey, we got this one. We got this one. I can't give you the details, but sleep good tonight. We got this. One. That's the kind of relationships and partnerships that you got to have. If you're waking up on bid day wondering if they're going to call you or email you, you're you in a bad position. And as a small business owner, that's what you got to do. You got to get in there. You got to develop that relationship so that that individual will call you before bid day and say, hey, we got this one. Or call you and say, hey, you're a little high here. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? you got have to have that. you got to develop that. And that's where these soft skills come in. That's where these relationship things come in. Where people go, man, this individual wants me to win. I'm going to help them win. Yep. And I think it's uh, something that I use on partnerships. Everybody's personalities. There's no magic wand. You can't put it in a and sell it. But I think disarming honesty is very powerful. You know? Most of you listening probably are in sports today, and I think you'll notice that very few coaches jump on players anymore because, you know, I got four teenagers, and it just really doesn't work. I was listening to a couple of coaches talk about the fact that now you have to be honest with them. And I think that, you know, we live in a society where people, uh, social media has really kind of amplified this, but people say what they think you want to hear. And, you know, uh, a lot of intellectual smokes being spit out. And I think disarming honesty, where you just are real with people, really cultivates that trust. And, you know, by saying, I mean, how do I tell you? I mean, this insurance contract, here's the, see, what you see is not going to hurt you. It's what you don't see. Okay? What you don't see. If you're out hiking, you don't see a pothole, you're going step in it and break your ankle. You know, so I need to ask you some questions, not to be negative, but to make sure that we're seeing everything. Because I'm not worried about what you see. I'm worried about what you don't see. And that's what will hurt you. But I think the disarming honesty said, hey, how do I tell you that, you know, this is kind of one sided relationship. How can we work on this so we both win? Because here's what I know. If it's one sided, eventually it's going to implode. Nothing lasts that's one-sided. I lost a very good contract on some business where I didn't do this personal. What I should have done, knowing what I now know, is gone back and say, "How do we make this more win-win?" And I think those are the things that really cultivate these strategic partnerships, because let's face it, Steve, you and I have been doing business together quite a while, but we both have results that we have to produce. And we both have to win or this partnership won't work.
0: Absolutely. That's, I think, the key, the key to everything in business. Um, I always tell any, you know, anybody who asks me, what's, what's the secret? And it's that all results come from relationships. All results come from relationships. You don't do business with you know, robots on the other end. There's a human being that's handing you money one way or another. And so uh, I think that's a fundamental thing. Talk a little bit, I know you're a big advocate of building uh, kind of a team of advisors around you so that, so that you've got these key relationships who can, you know, sort of fill in the gaps so you don't have to know everything. If you were to design kind of the, the perfect team of advisors, who would be on it? What types of people?
1: I think that, you, you know, you want people that don't always tell you what you want to hear. But you know that they're telling you the truth and giving you the facts with your best interest in mind. You know, a lot of times we do business with people because we like them, but they're not asking the tough questions. They're not asking you the questions. They're not pointing out potential roadblocks, whether it be a CPA, whether it be an insurance agent, whether it be a marketing coach, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, an attorney, whether it be a financial advisor. You need people that are willing to confront you because let's face it, we're an independent business owner. You need people that are willing to ask you the hard questions because at the end of the day, you're responsible. You know, and when you build this team, you don't want people that just tell you what you want to hear where they can get a little money out of you, move on, you know, and uh, you want to pay them well because you want them going the extra mile for you. And you should see them as an investment, not as a cost. If all they're doing is filling out your taxes or, or, you know, they got to add value too. But, you know, I think if, you know, you need uh, people in your personal life, you know, plumbers, electricians. um, I redone a house and uh, my wife says that I I know how to endear people to me. And (laughs) I'll tell you uh, a short story because maybe this will put this in perspective, but when it comes to these partnerships is that I've never had anybody work at my house where I didn't feed them. Plumber comes over, I feed them. I give them coats. I give them water. Amazon man drops a package off Would you like a bottle of water. Man, I love one. I'm running late. Now, what am I saying? I'm saying that it's not the amount that counts. It's being willing to say, Hey, you know, I'm, I care about you as a person as a relationship and I'm not here just to take and I think, for me personally, that's been amazing. I mean, you just offer people a bottle of water. I mean, are you, you working? You want some water? You need anything? Let me know. Showing that you care for people makes a huge difference. And then um, making sure that the people that you work with ask these tough questions, I think, also makes a huge difference.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. You know, they say... That it's the thought that counts, and I know you just said that it's not the amount that counts. I actually think it's not the thought, and it's not the amount. It's the action that counts. It doesn't have to be a big action. It just has to be a little action that shows that you're paying attention to that person. And um, now you've got somebody that's on your side. Everybody thinks that it needs to be this, this big elaborate thing, and and they often think that towards people that they see up the the social ladder from them. You know, they see somebody who's wealthier or has higher status in the community, but same thing applies. It's it's the tiny little thing that it's just making friends. And, uh, and so I think, uh, uh, I love the way that you put that and I think it's so, so important.
1: Well, it's like I tell my children, if you won't give a dime out of a dollar, you're definitely not going to give 100,000 out of a million. I mean, it's the behavior. I mean, you know, do what you can with what you got where you are. I mean, when I started my business when I was 21 years old, back then, you know, that's been 25 years ago, I would tell my customers the the goals that I had. And they'd come in and say, hey, where are we? Are you going to make that trip to the Bahamas? Are you going to win this? They were out there trying to help me win. They were invested in so I kind of learned it at an early age. I was young, dumb, and, and, and didn't, uh, you know, know much, but I knew, hey, I need your help. Most people aren't humble enough to say, I need your help. Here's how you can help me. What can I do to help you? So I kind of fell into that at an early age. But no, it, it, it's not the amount. It's the action. I've had people come up to me, and I've tried to work on it. Man, I got a long way to go. By the way, the teacher always receives the most benefit. So what I'm sharing with you, audience, is helping me more than it's helping you probably. But, uh, you know, I've had people come up and say, I said, how's your mother doing? You know, at the golf course. Man, that's nice. How do you think about her? I said, well, you know, I, a couple of months ago, you told me she's in the hospital. She lives up in West Virginia and your brother's taking care of her. And I said, I just, how's she doing? How's that going? Man, I appreciate you asking about that. My goodness. Little things like that will make your partnerships. And let me tell you something. Little things are the big things. You probably do it 90% of what you need to do in your business correctly. We're not here to give you a 100% formula. One or two things. One or 2% can make a tremendous, you know, it's, it's like a teeter top. Man, for things to flip, it doesn't take but a little bit more leverage. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about a little bit more leverage by having these partnerships. It doesn't take much to get exponential results, difference. So the gap is very small. It's not as wide as we may think.